0: hey wellness friends thank you so much for tuning in to the all is wellness podcast i am marquita hudson i am the owner and founder of live well beautiful coaching and counseling i am a licensed master social worker a clinical mental health therapist and a holistic Wellness coach, and so y'all, this is episode two of the uh healthy getting healthy to lose weight versus losing weight to get healthy um sessions. So, I think it's so important that if you have not listened to episode one of this, please go back and listen to episode one, because it requires you to identify what stage you are in, in the stages of change. And so in order to do this part, you have to go back and listen to one. And so briefly, we're going to go over the stages of change. And so number one is pre-contemplation. Number two is contemplation. Number three is preparation. Number four is action. And number five is maintenance. And we're gonna say relapse. So it's kind of like five and six. So they're kind of interchangeable because um, relapse and maintenance kind of happens in the same vein. So we're gonna say maintenance and relapse or relapse and maintenance. And so it's important for you to know what stage you're in in order to do this part of the activity and to help you lead a healthy lifestyle, y'all, I use this. I've used, first of all, I use this on myself. I use this with clients, with uh, wellness coaching. And also I use this with clients with mental health. The stages of change can be used in any area. Any any time you're using, well, you're going through a change process and you're having having difficulty with going through the stages and you may be struggling or facing challenges, the stages of change can be used for that. And so um, I I find it a really great effective tool for people to kind of understand where they are and how to move through those stages. Okay. And so I hope you got your pad and pen because we're going to go through each stage and we're going to uh, identify what you can do in that stage to move to the next one. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to make the assumption that if you're listening to this episode that you are in the action stage. So we're going to start at number one, which is the pre-contemplation stage. And so this stage is pretty much... What is what is you know saying I'm I'm pre-contemplating about it. I'm really I don't have a plan, it's just something that I just thought of, and I may want to do it, I may not, I'm not sure. So that's kind of what pre-contemplation is in a nutshell. And so one the first thing you want to do in this stage is identify what behavior is making you pre-contemplate about a healthy lifestyle, pretty much just how we're going to set it up. So identify your behavior that's having you to pre-contemplate about living a healthy lifestyle. And once you identify that behavior, I would encourage you to make a list of how it affects you now and how it may affect you later. So, say for instance, if your target behavior is, I um, I go to McDonald's every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's my target behavior. I eat a lot of fast food, and how can how can it affect me now? Um, it may, you know, continue to affect me, you know, uh, my health. You know, um, I may continue to spend a lot of money. Um, it may not help me reach my weight loss goals. How can it affect you in the future? Um, I may, you know, unfortunately, you know, studies show that when people eat a lot of fast food, uh, food that's not prepared at home or fresh, they tend to have higher risk of disease and like hypertension. So that may can affect you in the future. Um, You may, um, you know, you know, I know a lot of people don't worry about money, but you may see that you could have saved money in other ways other than eating um, fast food every day and for each meal. So you have to kind of be honest with yourself and see how this is affecting you now and affecting you in the future. And so identify what that behavior is and see how it affects you now. how it may affect you in the future so that's step one okay in the pre-contemplation stage step two is become up become aware of your defenses like what what defenses are you using most of the time our defenses are excuses we give ourselves excuses of why we can't change the behavior you know, we rationalize, we make resistant, we become resistant to change. And so list those things down, those defense mechanisms that you're using, um, that you honestly may believe that um is not is is, is is not helping you to move forward. You know, this requires a lot of honesty and it's okay. You know, the thing that I say is that we have to identify a thing before we can heal from it and change our behavior from it. So we got to call a thing a thing, you know? So become aware of what defense mechanisms and excuses that you use uh, for your target behavior that you want to change, okay? The next step is get people on board to, uh, to learn more about your target behavior. And see what they say about it people that you trust now people that know you you know because sometimes we'll you know sugarcoat things with ourselves but sometimes people the people around us can can kind of be um see things that we can't see that we're doing so they can kind of see our blind spot so get their opinion about your target behavior and um and tell them about your defense mechanisms and what you use to um in that target behavior and, and you know, be receptive to what they have to say. Now, it's your choice to decide if what they're saying is going to be useful in this process or not. But I think it would be great to just get some outside um, opinions um, about your target behavior and just see what people have to say. The last one I would say in this stage would be to identify resources that you can use that can help change your target behavior. For example, if you're looking to change your nutrition, you can, you know, hire a wellness coach, go to a dietitian, a nutritional coach. You can you can learn on your own. That's what I did majority of my journey. Um, I learned on my own. I did my research. I went on YouTube. I, you know, studied and different things of that nature. So list those things down that can help you change your target behavior, okay? And so that is if you're in the pre-contemplation stage. Again, if you don't know what stage you're in, listen to the first episode and then come back and say, okay, these are the things that I need to do if I am in this stage, okay? So the next stage is the contemplation stage, all right? And so the contemplation stage, the first step in that one is, again, um identify your behavior your behavior in this stage and list the ways that it affect you now and it may affect you in the future okay so that's step one identify the target behavior it's the same as pre-contemplation but the next steps will be a little different than pre-contemplation okay so in this stage which is contemplation what i'm talking about now is become aware of your target behavior and um, list down how your target behavior will affect you now and how it may affect you in the future, okay? So the next step in the contemplation stage is to understand and engage your emotions through strategies such as like imagining your life without changing. Like, how would your life be without changing your target behavior? So I want you to list that down. How would it be if you didn't change your target, your target behavior? Okay? So write those things down. Okay? And then I would like for you to write down what strategies have you tried in the past? to change your target behavior. So list those things down that you have tried to uh, change your behavior. Because if you're in the contemplation stage, nine times out of 10, you've done this before. You've tried to live a healthy lifestyle before. And um, so you have some experience. So list the things that you tried the next step you would do in the the contemplation stage is write down or keep a journal of your target behavior to establish a baseline so we have to write down that target behavior to establish a baseline and like i say when you write things down it becomes it, it it gives it life and so making sure that you're keeping a journal of your target behavior can help establish a baseline And also, while you're doing this, you can kind of examine the behaviors that led up and follow your target behavior. So what behaviors, what things did you do that led up to your target behavior? You know, an example I could give for a client, and I did have a client that ate fast food often. And uh, the behaviors that led up to that was this uh, this client picked up a second job and so they did not have time to eat, to prepare their food rather. Um, and so the, it was the convenience of the fast food. So th- those was one of the things, you know, those are some of the behaviors you can look into that led you up to your target behavior. You know, some of it could be, you know, I'm, I'm too busy. You know, I, I I have a lot of distractions. It can be a, a lot of things. Again, this is not to, you know, look at the negatives. It's just pointing out those things so we can know what they are and get rid of them, you know, get them out of our journey. Okay. So keep a target keep a journal of your behavior and establish a baseline and then examine what things that you do that led up to that target behavior like what happened okay the next step I would like for you to do is list the pros of your current behavior and the cons of your current behavior and then I want you to to list the pros of changing your current behavior And the cons of changing your current behavior, because we do have cons if we change our current behavior. It may be, you know, if you're looking to meal prep or something like that, a con could be for you. Well, I may need to, uh, you know, put structure back in my life so I can have time to meal prep. I may, you know, can't hang out with my friends on Sunday at the brunch because I'm meal prepping my food, you know, so... It could be some cons to that. You just have to decide on what's most important for you. Okay. And the last step in the pre-contemplation stage is to create a new self image. I love this part because I want you to really go like to a child and imagine, you know, like children dream and imagine, imagine yourself in your life after you've changed your target behavior. Imagine what your life would be. What would it look like? How would you feel? Imagine, okay? Dream big, dream big, okay? And so that was the contemplation stage. The next stage, let me get a drink of water. The next stage is the preparation stage. And so this is the stage where a majority of my clients are um, they're, they're ready to make the change and make it a priority in their life. And so what you can do in this stage, the first step would be if you're finding yourself in the preparation stage and you're being honest with yourself, um, saying that, yes, this is, this is the stage that I am in. The first step is to make change a priority. Make it a priority. Make it a priority and be intentional with it, with it. Plan to commit the necessary time and effort to change. I'm going to read that again. Make change a priority. Be intentional with this change in your life. Plan to commit the necessary time and effort to change that's step one if you're in the preparation stage with the yeah the preparation stage step step two in preparation create a specific plan for change and complete like a i have some of my clients to do like a cut, we call it a contract um and so I want you to create a plan for change, and a con- and create a contract to yourself, okay? And so that contract can pretty much be anything. Like I commit to X, Y, Z from for thirty days. Like make that commitment to yourself. Do a contract to yourself. Um, write it down. Look at it daily how you can create a specific plan for change. You can start with, um, with, um, you know, just writing down exactly what you want to do. Planning it out. If you need assistance with that, please let me know. Reach out to me and I will give you assistance with that. I don't want to go in detail of what that can look like because I don't have enough time in this episode. But creating a specific plan is so important in the preparation stage and creating a, a contract to yourself um, is so important because you're making the commitment to yourself not to anybody else step three tell the people that you trust in your life about the change you will be making and ask for their help now I know with some people, this can maybe be a challenge, but one of the ways that you can do this, if you don't have people around you in your circle is getting a, a group. Um, they have so many groups on social media, um, maybe some local groups, but get a part of those, those groups that are supportive and positive. And, um, you know, let them know that you're trying to do XYZ um, with your healthy lifestyle and enlist their support. And I'm pretty sure you may be supporting them as well. Um, I would definitely encourage this just, encourage just because it provides some accountability and it also helps the process of change. It also helps planning a little better. Um, one of the, another thing that you could do is hire somebody. You can hire a wellness coach or someone, or even reach out to someone you may know on social media, and say, "Hey, you know, I need some accountability. Can can uh, can I count on you?" And now this is if you don't have people around you. You know, just reach out to people that you you know feel comfortable reaching out to. Um, and let them know about the change that you're trying to make so they can hold you accountable and then you can also hold yourself accountable. And so that is the three steps in the preparation stage. Now we're moving on to the action, all right? So now you're, you're doing it. Like in this stage, you are doing it. So how do you maintain yourself in this stage? I'm gonna let you know right now use a journal to monitor your behavior this is so important making sure that you're monitoring your behavior by using the journal some of my clients use calendars so they can visually like they they literally buy a um you know one of those calendars you can put on the wall or one of those erase boards where they can actually monitor their behavior so making sure that you're writing it down that you're seeing it daily so you can use a journal you can use anything where you can visually see your behavior and and monitoring it okay because that's so important for um the stages of change and knowing what you're doing you know and so that's why it's so important to plan and that was the prior step that we talked about in the preparation stage because if you're not planning, it's going to be hard for you to monitor your behavior because you don't have a plan in place. All right. So that's the first step. Write it down. Use a journal. Use something, a calendar where you can monitor your behavior. All right. Step two in action is substitute healthier responses for your your problem behavior. So this is pretty much Continuing to take action to identify ways to break um, the chain of events or things that could happen that leads to your target behavior. So it's kind of being proactive when problems happen because they're going to happen. It's not if, it's like when. And so identifying ways to, um, to um, monitor or change those events that can happen. Not necessarily changing, but when they happen, what do you do next? You know, that leads to your target behavior. So this could be something as simple as, you know, you want to go out and be social with your friends, but you know that they may be going to a restaurant that you may not want to eat at because the food is horrible or whatever the case may be. What you can do is still go out with your friends, but maybe go look at the menu before um, you go out. Make healthier choices when you eat. I mean, you don't have to eat, you know, all of the messy food because you're going to that place, but you can just make healthier options. Or you can just say, hey, I'm going to enjoy this and I'm just going to get back on track tomorrow. Just have something in place that you can do. Okay. That's all it really is. Okay. The next step is Managing your stress. This is so important. Uh, a lot of people look over stress levels. So manage, make sure you're managing your stress. Do not get overwhelmed in this process. You know, um, learn some stress management techniques. Some of the things that I um, encourage my clients to do is, you know, um, taking walks, long walks, Doing some deep breathing exercises if you can, journaling your feelings, doing a mind dump, um, expressing gratitude that you're able to even work on your health and wellness. That's, that's a thing that we look over. We, 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 you know, sometimes complain about it or I got to do this and I got to do that. It's a privilege to be able to work on your body. So just implementing some stress management techniques to manage your stress levels and do not allow yourself to get overwhelmed. And so what I would actually like for you to do in this stage, in this action stage, um, is to list those things down to help you manage stress during your behavior change because you're gonna need those things. Is there gonna be tools that you can put in your toolkit to be able to um, manage your behavior during the action stage, okay? And the next stage is, um, oh, I got some more for action, I'm sorry. Practice positive, realistic talk. Sometimes we, um, you know, can talk negative about ourselves, especially if we may not do something, quote unquote, perfect. But, you know, living a healthy lifestyle is not about perfection. It's just about progress and making small steps throughout the day. So practice positive self-talk. Another thing in this action stage, and I think the action stage may have a little bit more than the other stages, is because a lot of people tend to put the action in, but um, relapse and not go back to the action stage. You know, it's important to put a lot in this action stage because action is doing it's not talking about it it's not being about it it's actually doing it okay so another um thing that you can do in this action stage is make changes in your environment that will discourage your um behavior your target behavior you know that behavior that you don't want and encourage you to make healthier choices and so this can look like identifying triggers Um, that may be in your environment and developing strategies for avoiding them and just making some different choices. Like we talked about earlier, going to the restaurant. Yeah, you can go, but make just healthier choices. That's it. One day at a time. The next thing that you can do in this stage is give yourself reward, reward yourself. Now, I'm not big on rewarding yourself with food, but you can reward yourself in any way that you think that's gonna help you um, maintain the action and ultimately help you towards your goal. Another thing is involve people, supportive, encouraging, positive people around you. You can find a workout buddy or someone that you can meal prep with, you know, and I know that we may still be in this area of era of social distancing, but you can meal prep with somebody over Zoom. So find somebody that you can be around positive people or even find a role model or someone that has already uh, made the steps um, and already made progress to where you're trying to go that can provide both inspiration and practical advice. Um, write those people down, Write This whole plan is about writing things down, not just putting it in your head. So find a buddy or a role model or a mentor. Um, I think one of the things that I know that gets a lot of people caught up in this part is pride. Some people don't want to ask people for help. You know, here's the thing. Anybody successful in any, any, any area, anybody that has did a, 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 you know, a change or a transition to a better person asked for help. They enlisted people for help. Um, And so not being prideful, I think is one of the key factors in this action step to be able to um, find people who have already made the change you are working towards, who can provide you with some practical advice and be some sort of inspiration. And so. The last stage is kind of, we're going to put it together, it's the maintenance and relapse stage. And so pretty much it is um, continuing to do, um, continue with all the positive changes you've made in your action stage. Now, if you relapse, go back to your action stage. Go back to the action stage when you relapse. And so the reason I put maintenance and relapse together because they kind of work hand in hand. So if you're finding yourself relapsing, like, you know, um, not being able to maintain, um, go back to the action steps. That's why it's so important to write and plan these things out and to be able to take, take consistent, intentional action in your healthy lifestyle journey. So when you reach the maintenance stage part of this, you just continue to implement those strategies in the the action stage. Continue to monitor your behavior. Continue to manage your environment. Make sure you have supportive people around you. Continue to practice realistic, positive self-talk. You know, guard against any slips you may have but you know we cannot predict that it you know it may or may not happen but don't let it set you back just be prepared and move forward okay um and the last thing that I love that I think that I am in this stage consist in this part of the stage consistently is helping someone else. Sometimes we get so big and we get so caught up in ourselves that we don't even reach back to help somebody else through their journey. And I think that that is so important that we help someone else make the change that we have just made. So Think of that person that you can help. Write that person down. Write their name down, and see if they would enlist for your help. Um, I think that that's so important in the maintenance stage because, for one, it it, it helps us, you know, as people who have made it, um, you know, had some quote unquote success in a healthy lifestyle journey. It helps us to stay uh, abreast of things that's going on in the health, you know, the health and wellness space. And it also just pretty much makes us feel good to be able to help someone because we know where they have been and we know that it's possible that they can can get to wherever they want to be. So I hope that this definitely helped set some idea of how you can understand where you are in the stages of change, identifying it, and then being able to use the tools in the stage of change that you're in to get you to the next stage. Now, if you're finding yourself in maintenance, do those things that's in maintenance and just continue to do it. It's like a a rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Okay. That's what it is. All right. So I thank you so much for listening to the episode. Um, this, yeah, we have part three. I had part three in it. So thank you so much for listening to, um, episode two of getting healthy to lose weight versus getting losing weight to get healthy. I know it's kind of like a time twister, but getting healthy to lose weight versus losing weight to get healthy. Thank you all so much for investing in your health and wellness. Um, and I, I, I pray that this inspired you to keep going or to even start. And honestly, I hope that this inspired you to not only live but live well beautifully.